Have you ever wondered about what gaming does to your mind? The forensics of blood analysis. Crafting razor blades. Understanding the mind of Plato. Well, welcome, welcome to, to the, the random. random. Welcome to the Random. My name is Jacob Burek, and I'm here today with our co-host Jed Grohouse, Isabel Schutt, David Crossgrove. And today we're going to be talking about a very broad topic, and hopefully we can refine some of it for you. And it's about time travel and some of the things that go with it. Jed, do you have anything to start us off with? Time travel. I guess define time travel. I guess it would be like the number one. I mean, let, let's split that up. What's How do you define time? Can we call it the measurement of individual moments? Ooh, yes. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay, now travel. I think we all know what travel is, but we should still define it because it's still a term. So to reference it then, it is a period, a measurement of... Moving between, like... So if you think of a measuring stick, like the, the ticks on a measuring stick, you can move between them. Okay. Basically at will. That then, would be time travel. Moving between the measuring sticks of moments. Nice. I it's like a very that. poetic definition. I'm a big fan. Yeah, it's <laughs> really good. For editing, for editing. All right. So I guess that'd be the definition of what Izzy just said is moving along the ticks of like a yardstick in a way mm-hmm. of okay. like the, the periods and measurements of that. So I guess if time travel was possible, you'd think. Uh, if time <laughs> travel was possible, I mean, again, there's like, it depends on what would happen if we time travel because we don't know what happens when time travel happens. We can't really say whether or not it, we, it would work. Well, there's a few oh. options on how it could work. One is that it is linear. So you start through it and it goes time to time. So if I were to go back in time, it would change the events of, of the past. You're going backwards on our measuring stick. Yes. And another option is that it's non-linear. So you go back and it would change and it'd be like a tree. It branches off to a totally different reality. makes a second timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, another way is that it could be more paradoxical. I mean, technically more linear. It could be more paradoxical, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go back, like, if I were to kill my grandfather before he had any kids, I wouldn't be here. I couldn't go back and kill my grandfather. Yeah, if you were to alter the past at all that had anything to do relating to you, you would be directly affected by that. Yeah. Well, even if it, if it isn't related to you, it still could directly impact you. Think about yeah. it. If you went far enough back and squashed one butterfly, it'd still affect mm-hmm. everything today to an extent. Yeah. Could be. In maybe a way that we wouldn't even notice, but it would yeah. still affect. So we've got one where time is linear, but you can't affect various times because there's no memory of it, right? So, like, if you went back and did something, it would just have been a part of history and no one would have any idea. Assuming that time travel is possible. Well, you're that's asking... the nature of this podcast is theoretical, and we're assuming that it's possible. Of this specific one, anyway. Yes. Um, and then the the layered or non-linear, where it's like a tree, or another way to describe it is like facets on a diamond, where you're not affecting the, your timeline when you go back in time. Hmm. And then the third would be paradoxical where if you go back in time you create a paradox and just to define paradox um, a statement that seems to contradict itself 
So anything, two things that are incongruent with each other that exist at the same time, and it's Im- impossible. Hmm. So I guess which one of those do you want to talk on? I, I I'd be interested to hear every like what is your personal opinion of each of those theories. Uh, well, well, let's just get started on let's say paradoxical. Let's okay. just start there. I mean, that one's like what is a paradox? We need to define that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say a paradox is creating a. I want to say a glitch. Mm-hmm. In time, that in turn could affect everything. Mm-hmm. So, like you mentioned, uh, the concept of going back in time, killing your grandfather. If it, if that did happen, then you wouldn't exist, and because you didn't exist, you didn't kill your grandfather, and then you create a loop. Yeah. So you've got two different situations: your grandfather's living and your grandfather's not living. And what you've just hap- what just happened is you caused them to exist at the same time, and they can't. It's logically impossible. Yeah, and therefore it creates you, a paradox. Yeah. Time would literally probably be ripped apart. Potentially because you going back into time, killing your grandfather, and virtually killing yourself, means it's just like a gap now. You never existed, which means means it never happened. Which means means it did happen. Which means (laughs) it didn't happen. (laughs) It it, it affects your, uh, yeah, it affects like, it affects everyone too. So your parents, your family. The world. Could potentially. Potentially be catastrophic. And you could go around and around and around and talk about it forever. And I feel like that's also the the more, the theory out of the three that most movies or books will address because, I mean, paradox is just fun. Everyone wants to talk about it. <laughs> All right, so you could also say that the paradoxical and the linear are actually on the same lines. Paradoxical, you're changing something. Mm-hmm. Whereas linear, you're not. You're just being there to be an observer. Mm-hmm. So how would that really change, though? Because like, linear, if you change anything in a linear one, it would then be part of history. Right. It would be the same thing with paradoxical. If you were to do anything, you'd change history. The cur- if you changed it, first, if you didn't kill your grandfather, but you killed your best friend's grandfather, they wouldn't exist, but since you still would exist, then there wouldn't be any thing stopping the paradox. Well, at that point, then there would be an issue of why did you kill him? You have no motive to kill them at that point, and then you still create the paradox. Assuming, assuming a motive, it wouldn't create a paradox because your best friend didn't go back in time. The only reason it creates a paradox is if you do something in the past that affects your present or your future. Does that make sense? Um, because if you, so if you say you go and you kill your best friend's grandfather, you come back to the present and you you never had a best friend; they never existed. But there's no paradox paradox because it just changed. But it does create a history. paradox because then you had no best friend to go back in time to kill your, your grandfather. Well, let's say before. you killed your their her, his or her grandfather on accident. Like, they were shooting you and you shot them out of self-defense. Or your time machine dropped on them accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yikes. Yikes. Not in the sky. <laughs> Yikes. Look at which of these, anybody? <laughs> you went there you went there but okay <laughs> I mean uh, I was going to say I don't know how that directly it directly potentially impact a lot for mm-hmm. sure if you did anything of that kind even go just going in the back if you don't have an invisible machine and you just pop out of the sky there's going to be questions in the entire <laughs> like, yeah you are going to rewrite history there's going to be questions yeah you pretty much have to be at an out of almost like an out-of-body experience almost 
Because you gotta make sure you don't affect anyone. Mm-hmm. Unless you, like, were in a, uh, a sane asylum and just popped in the middle of existence. That okay, might be acceptable! Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> we're getting a little far in the weeds now. So we... But even then, you're gonna still be written into history because, you know, then one of the people that see you might be like, oh, I saw this guy, and then it gets written into records. Who knows? Okay. <laughs> so we've, we've touched, we've talked a lot about the paradoxical theory. Um, we touched a little on the just linear, where it wouldn't necessarily create a paradox, but time still runs linear, linearly. Um, what are our thoughts on the non-linear theory? So that time runs like a tree with separate timelines, or like fast on a diamond where you can hop to each facet? Are we going to assume that if you go back into the past, you can still, if you change something, then what's going to happen then? It would, have, it would create a new timeline. So it wouldn't affect okay. your the present you came from. Mm-hmm. It would only affect this new branch of time that we've created. So it's almost like creating a what-if scenario, kind of, sort of? A what-if scenario, or another way to put that is like a possible world. It's not the actual one, but it's a, it's a separate one. Hmm. Or the one you came from, the original. Interesting. Okay. That would make a little bit of sense, I'm assuming. Um, so... What, I guess, could happen then? Let me just think on that real quick for first. So, if you were able to go back and change, would you be able to then, assuming if you make another timeline, like the branches of a tree, mm-hmm. would it be possible to go in between your present timeline mm-hmm. and this new timeline that you just created? If we're assuming, you know, you go back into the past, kill your grandfather, but it's actually better. Your grandfather is, like, really, like really mean, maybe almost abusive in such a way, and by killing them off, you actually make your life that timeline better. Yes. Well, let's hope that your dad's at least born then. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's what in, I'm saying. In the, in <laughs> the alternative yeah. timeline, you wouldn't exist. Unless your dad was born then. Unless your dad was born. That's true. There's a chance. Yeah. But it could, it could still change things. So like your dad could be born, but if he's not old enough to remember his father at all, so your grandfather, it wouldn't have the same effect as if your grandfather was 20 when he had, his, when he had your dad. But he didn't become abusive until his 30s and 40s. But you took him out when he's 25. Then there wouldn't be too much of really any change. You could still exist. Well, or, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is, make sure you take him out before your dad, <laughs> before like after your dad this was born, but before it was all remembered and all that stuff. The pro tip for everybody: if you're gonna go back in time and kill your grandpa, make sure your dad's been born first. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Just a tip thing. Or your mom. Just your family. Just your friendly reminder of how to kill someone. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Jacob's tips for intertime. Yes. (laughs) Anyway. Moving on. Oh no! Please don't. All right, back on track, please. Yes. Um. So I'm just honestly the non-linear is my favorite theory. I think it makes the most sense and um kind of jives most with common common sense and, and logic um but i would love to hear that challenged like what's I, the, the question is what is your favorite of the three i like it when it's on a line linear because time has to go i feel like in one direction mm. you moving back changes that line so it's like it's like a clock okay it's always pointing at 12 mm-hmm. the line that is your past present future right there okay. if you change your past it's now going to 1 o'clock. Interesting. And now the entire line moves to 1 o'clock. So when you change your past, 
your present and your future is now affected by that past decision. But That's, is it though? Because I mean, according to time travel, you can travel any time. Doesn't necessarily mean that like it could be one o'clock at the past, but you can still go to the present and you not technically missed anything. So you're assuming that you can change your you can travel between timelines then. This is time we're talking about. Yeah. Time traveling. You can travel at any point. Oh, I think the the confusion here is Jed was using the symbolism of a clock to talk about like the lines and how they move. So like you're yeah. shifting in one direction rather not Using the clock as like a measurement of time, just using it as a description, kind of like when somebody says, "Okay, you're I was so lost." I don't know if that's quite how we'll it works. Just, we'll just edit. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll to, figure that out. Um, but we also have to cl- clarify because if Jacob was confused, it's very probable yeah. someone else. Is yes. Confused. So what I meant by a the clock picture again the branches of a tree, right? Where you have one timeline, and then you change something in the past, you create a new timeline. My point is, when you change that timeline, it's changed for good unless you redo what you did in the past. Here we go. Um, if we have, if you draw a, if you ta- if you place a pencil on a piece of graph graph paper, and then slightly shift the pencil over, you still only have one line, but it's now in a new spot. Yes, that's exactly mm. what I mean. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I know. Surf as a that goes around and clear. Okay, so um, my personal favorite is the nonlinear or the the faceted. Jed says linear, non-paradoxical. What are your thoughts, Jacob? I'm pretty similar to the non-paradoxical. Mm-hmm. However, mine's a little bit different than yours. Is well, any time that interpretation of it is different. yes, my interpretation is anything that has happened due to time travel, we've already known. It's already been experienced. Isn't that the the theory brought up in? Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Kids movie. Just for anyone who doesn't know, kids movie. Highly intelligent dog that creates this this time machine. But for them, they say like, oh, the Leaning Tower of Pisa wasn't always leaning. They mm-hmm. created that, but for us, it's normal. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. there's no, we don't notice the change. Like we, it's, it, for us, it's all been influenced already, but we just don't know it. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I would say there doesn't seem to be like, I'd question that and say, is there any evidence of there never there never would be for any we, of these theories? There never know. would be exactly unless somebody literally ripped a hole in, or in unless somebody shouted at the top of their lungs, "This is time travel." <laughs> we and wouldn't who, know, and who would believe them? That's true. Um, We're fifteen minutes. So we away. have two votes for linear non-paradoxal and one vote for the non-linear. What are your thoughts, David? Also, I like the linear with the paradoxical potential because. With, with the com- combination between the two. Okay. The paradox itself would break time. Uh-huh. But having that option there, so you're not, like, you're not being just a viewer, but you actually are participating in it. Mm-hmm. I do like that because you have that potential to change events. It's hmm. probably more realistic. Yes. It's less fun to think about because <laughs> you could literally think about that till your head explodes, but... Would it be, po- would it be safe, t- like... Would, no. it be, would it be safe, though, to create a paradox where you help yourself? If uh, you, if a person from your future helps you in such a way in your present, mm-hmm. that makes it able for you to do something that you would not have been able to do unless you had that help from the future. Well, what's interesting is that that could have created a paradox or it could not have created a paradox. Because if you know that the future you helped you in the past, then you know that the future self future you will go back in time 
to help you, and so you're going to do that. It's still a loop, though. You're still yeah. stuck in a loop. I'm you saying you're stuck in a loop. Even though you're not technically in a loop, you could still, like... Because if you can travel back in time, you can travel back forward, in which case, you're still fine. It's... it's my, a... my mind is being boggled. <laughs> All right, so on that question, if you were to say that either you're forced... If you're on a linear time travel, you have to then go back to that... You, you have, at that time, you have to go back to the same point and do the exact same thing your future self did for you mm-hmm. to your past self. Mm-hmm. If you're on a tree, you don't have to, though. Yeah. Because your future self... So if we're talking the non-linear theory, um, your future self created a... Ooh, that's interesting. It's more of like somebody from a different branch came to your branch to help you and changed your branch altogether. But you're not required to go to their branch and help them because it's it's almost like a different person. It's a different you. Okay, so you're saying for the branch method, just as a visual mm-hmm. for the people who are listening, when we're talking about the branching, where you make your own time, mm-hmm. like whole thing. Picture a what straight line, okay, and then in the middle of that, like a T, it's a T shape. That's the branch we're talking about. So you have a linear line, straight, perfect line, in the middle. Going straight down is your cut, where you went back to the past, you changed it, and you made your own timeline. Mm-hmm. Now, picture that another going straight line, the same direction as the linear line. So you have a linear line, a T, sh- a, a T shape, an I shape now, and then just put a straight line on the bottom of that T, and there you go. You have two timelines connected by your past decision. Mm-hmm. That's just a visual for whoever was confused on our our branch idea. All right, and the next question? I feel like this is the the question I'm most interested in the creative answers for. Mm-hmm. Assuming you could time travel in a safe manner, right? Okay. What would you do? Ooh, I'd definitely go back, like, if Atlantis actually ever existed. Ooh. I'd go back to those... The Lost, the lost City of Atlantis. Lost City of Atlantis, yeah. Whoa. There was only one instance of Atlantis ever even being mentioned, and that was by the historian Plato. Only one work states the name of Atlantis. It described it, a beautiful city. It described it as a city that, like, actually existed. It was amazing. It was, like, the golden age of that uh, of that era of Earth. And then it was just gone. There's no more mention of it. Hmm. So if it was possible for me to time travel safely in a mannerism, in a invisible time <laughs> machine that you can't, you know, can't see, hear, smell, I don't know, whatever... <laughs> Or touch, then that's what I do. Is I go to you know find see Solve if Atlantis actually yeah Solve see if it actually existed. Jacob, I would pull the religious card and then I'd go watch the Sermon on the Mount. Oh, I love that. Oh. That's amazing. Or just I wouldn't mind experiencing all three and a half years of his mm-hmm. ministry. That'd be pretty pretty cool. So, uh, a side question: Would you watch the crucifixion live if you could? I mean, it would definitely make my Christianity relationship more real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I know it would be very messy. Yeah. Then again, so is Christianity. <laughs> so is life. So is yeah. life. Life is messy. Yes. David, would you for first the the side question? Would you watch the crucifixion live? It would be terrible. <laughs> um. Yes. Yes. Yes, I would watch the crucifixion live. But personally, what I would do, um, assuming that it was kind of my paradoxical linear view, mm-hmm. I would go back and point by point change various things in history 
they come back to modern times to see how it affects things. They go further and further back in time. So like, I might be starting off with like World War II, maybe kill Hitler or something beforehand. <laughs> I don't know, something random. Oh. And, and just I, see it, what it happens. Just really big. But and then I'd go back, okay, maybe not do that. Maybe go change and see the city of Troy. Yeah. Maybe I, tell them not to bring the horse in. <laughs> well, don't that's do it, guys. No, but then that'd be like the that best. dangerous because those were the good guys. <laughs> so we have we have somebody, we're going to solve a mystery. We're going to experience Jesus. And now we got an experimenter. Let's just see what happens. So, I love it. Yes. So I would like to challenge what you just said, David. But <laughs> Izzy, actually, what would you do? Oh, what would I do? I would probably just want to observe. Like go back and be in the room when... I don't know, Patrick Henry gave his give me liberty or give me death oh, speech. Oh, the whole signing That's of the nice. Declaration of Independence. <gasps> Washington's inaugural address. Yes. Like, oh. Wow. Okay. My, okay, so when you said going back into the past and changing things, um, I had a problem with that, though, because how, if it is a bad thing that you do, will you accidentally make life in the future more difficult for a group of people, for a race, for a certain color where it's actually the you know more right you know white race you know the whole thing where yeah, the whites are actually the slaves whoa and like Dude. something like that where you just change history how are you going to go back just into the past to to fix that really quickly well, just I mean, so we're clear you're not well i mean we're, we're assuming that it didn't influence him just so we're clear he's suggesting that if you go back in time and change certain things Everything could be changed, and something that he brought up is basically what if white people were slaves to black people, and how that would look for history. And my mind is blown. I need to read this book right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Anyway, now here, let's have David's response. This is right. something that I made up too, by the way. I just threw that. I just it. threw that out there. I suggested. Write the book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. right, so what I would do is, assuming this would be the case, I would still have my time machine. So mm-hmm. if I were to time travel to the back to the past and say all of a sudden Alexander the Great didn't die when he did and he got he, he got cured so all of a sudden he, the Greek Empire is around even longer hmm. and that somehow changes everything and now all of a sudden China rules the world <laughs> oh wow <laughs> something, something random I don't yeah. know you never know but I would solve my time machine so I can go back to the past and since it would still be me just kind of doing certain things in there I would just be able to sit back, watch it happen instead, and let it play through as it did normally. That's why. I... Oh, so because it's him going back and forth. So you're assuming that if you went back and let's say saved Alexander the Great, if you were to go back to that same time, your original self is not there anymore. Yes. That's fascinating. Okay, so that's interesting. So only one of you can exist at a certain time frame. Yes. Because mm, there okay, is only interesting. one. Interesting. That if you... that blows the traditional paradox out. The way. have step-by-step inst- we have just received step-by-step instructions for how to actually build a time machine yes Are you, ready? you can do this in your own backyard <laughs> so diy theoretically <laughs> so okay now we're gonna start step step on top so number one you get the sun yes the entire sun in all its density and put it here on earth oh it's very easy to do you should try it yourself 
Next, what you do is you put it in a long cylinder. I'm just about, oh, 100 kilometers or so. And you put the mass of the sun by shrinking it somehow. Don't ask me how. Like, you know, like that despicable meme where they shrink the moon. You just shrink the sun. It's that easy. You take the sun in all its 20 million degrees Fahrenheit, put that inside the cylinder. It doesn't melt. It doesn't shape. Nothing happens. And you're done. Just like that. Okay. So, next what you do, assume the sun doesn't grow back in an instant, um, you then just rotate it really, really fast. I don't know if you use like a some type of motor or something like that, or like some gear shifting, like transmission wise. And then what happens is you turn it as fast as you possibly can, where it disturbs the space and time continuum. Don't ask me how that works. And don't ask me when you know it's going to happen. So then to go to your past or your future, you then also in your backyard, don't forget, you go to your, in the front of it, which is toward your future. And then you go toward the back of it, which don't ask me which one is which. And then you go back into your past. And that's it. It's easy. And that simple, you know, simple stuff designs, 199, get yours ordered today. Thank that there you have it, folks. Thank you for listening. And it. we'll see you next time. And remember, Black Friday is 20% off. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun. Question, what would you do with time travel? Thanks for tuning in. See you on the random. Bye! Bye.